Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, yoga hackers. Welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast, where we take yoga off the mat and into your daily life. Today's podcast is all about overwhelm. I'm actually shocked that I haven't done a podcast episode on overwhelm because it's something I think we all experience a lot. This came up in the Uplifted Private Facebook group. Remember, if you're enjoying the podcast or you're enjoying practicing yoga with me on YouTube or listening to these episodes, there is a wealth of deeper information for you inside the Uplifted membership. Tons of member-only podcasts, member-only classes, training plans, live calls, mentorship, so much more. So check that out at upliftedyoga.com. And I wanted to give you today my tips for dealing with overwhelm and be very honest that I am not overwhelm immune. I still get overwhelmed sometimes, but I think I have made huge progress as compared to five years ago, 10 years ago for sure, and even as compared to five months ago. So I'm going to share with you in today's episode all my strategies of how I sort of break down that feeling of overwhelm and transition into a calmer uh energetic space. Now, overwhelm has a negative connotation, but the reality is that it's pretty easy to feel overwhelmed in a positive <laughs> in a positive way as well. For example, Lena in our Facebook group wrote, do you know that feeling when you're pumped up with so much inspiration, when you want to create so much all at once right now, and you're working so hard to do so, then this whole workload starts to overwhelm you, to scare you, and you think you're not strong enough. This is in the Uplifted private Facebook group, and she goes on. And I could really resonate with what she was feeling because sometimes, sometimes we're overwhelmed with things we don't want to do, stressful, unfun tasks. But a lot of times we can just be overwhelmed with things we really do want to do. And another reason I really wanted to do this podcast was because Marlene in the Uplifted private Facebook group also just wrote, I'm so overwhelmed right now. There are so many poses I'd like to do, and a lot of it seems so out of reach. I feel like I'd need three hours of yoga every day to do everything I'd like to do. How do you do it? So even just in the yoga practice itself, like how much there is to explore. And I hear this actually a lot from new uplifted members where there's so much content available to them in the membership that they start to feel really overwhelmed and not know where to start. So first thing I think that's good to do is to look at your overwhelm and try to categorize it as overwhelm of unpleasant tasks or overwhelm of things you're excited about and want to do because they kind of have different energetic qualities. When you're overwhelmed with things that you really don't want to be doing, there could be a deeper root cause issue there that could be worth exploring. And I'm going to give concrete tips about each of these. But if you're really overwhelmed in the sense that you're so excited, one thing that you can do right away is begin to shift your perspective into a state of joy. Because if you're really overwhelmed with things you're excited about, you're feeling inspired, this happens to me all the time, that overwhelm that you end up then feeling is really just the other side of excitement. Excitement and overwhelm, if it's overwhelm with stuff you're you know, looking forward to do, it's really the same thing, right? And that energy of being excited is actually an energetic feeling that a lot of people enjoy and love. And actually there's an entire industry of like bungee jumping and jumping out of planes and I don't even know what else, that people pay lots of money to feel that excitement, that rush feeling. So if you're feeling that from being overwhelmed, see if you can disassociate and stop calling it overwhelm and start calling it excitement about all these things you want to do. 
then of course you're going to have to prioritize and break down what you want to do in what order. Uh, but it's such a better state to be in than feeling overwhelmed with things that you don't want to do. So now let's get into my concrete tips that I wanted to share with you guys. One of the first things that I always say to myself, whether I'm overwhelmed with negative things or good things, is that life is long. Life is short, but at the same time, life is long, right? So life is short in the sense that we want to take action now and um, go after our goals and we want to make sure we're on the right dharma life path for us. We want to course correct if we're totally off course. But if we're always saying to ourselves, like, life is so short, I have this sensation of like rushing, you can even hear it in my voice, like there's not enough time, there's not enough time. I have a prior podcast about healing your relationship with time and a meditation that goes with it. So I highly encourage going back in the podcast and listening to that. Uh, I think it's called How I Changed My Relationship with Time or Healed My Relationship with Time in conjunction with this podcast because time and feeling overwhelmed are very interrelated. So if you choose to take the perspective life is long, all of a sudden this pressure valve starts to release. Yes. If you're like me, you probably want to accomplish a lot and a lot at once. But the beauty of life and this journey is that we have time on this planet. And this has really come into focus for me, especially since becoming a mother, because watching someone else grow and knowing that I'm going to watch my son, hopefully if all goes well, uh, for his and my whole life, watch him grow up watch him go to college, watch him get married. I mean, it really just puts in this whole different perspective how long life is, how much time we have. Obviously, we want to use our time wisely, but to feel like there's a scarcity of time can often be giving, be a disservice to our interior energetic landscape. So ask yourself, like if you're someone who never gets anything done and you're kind of need a little bit of motivation to get your butt off the couch and into action, then maybe you wanna say to yourself, life is short, I need to get into action now around my goals. But if you're all the way on the other end of the spectrum, which I imagine you might be if you resonate with me and my message, you're very type A, you're sort of a go-getter, you're using yoga because you need to relax, then it might behoove you to start thinking life is long, right? I have a lot of time to manifest all the different projects and things that I want to see come true and that each of them are going to unfold and I'm going to pursue each of them at the exact right moment in time. So if I prioritize one project over the other right now, it's because that's the project I'm more passionate about in this moment of now. And when I end up pursuing that other project three months or three years from now, I'm going to be wiser and in a place where that project is more appropriate for me. So it's sort of this idea that the universe is co-creating with you. So that's one thing that you can begin to shift right away. That's my first tip is you can say life is long. The second, that's just a great first way to calm down <laughs> uh, if it's stuff that you're excited about. The second is and this works whether it's stuff you're excited about or not, but you want to ask yourself the question, this is my tip number two, where is the pressure coming from? If we feel overwhelmed, again, it's you're overwhelmed because there's a sense of pressure. And it really is great to stop and ask, where is this pressure coming from? Is it coming from your boss who needs the report done by Friday? Is it coming from yourself, some false internal deadline that you have made? 
Is it coming from a family member, right? Get clear, where is the pressure coming from? And two culprits that might not be like yourself or someone else is often the pressure is coming from time, like the sense of scarcity around time. So we already talked about that in tip one. Or two, money, right? When you start getting clear, often money can be the reason you feel overwhelmed. And sometimes in in weird, what's the right word, surreptitious ways, right? When you start going like, well, why am I stressed about that? Or why am I stressed about that? And why? It, it often comes down to an idea of lack, right? Lack of time, lack of money. And if you want to get clear on where is the pressure coming from, question mark, uh, I would suggest journaling. That's really the best way. And this doesn't have to be, because I know you're feeling overwhelmed right now, right? We're, we're talking about overwhelm. So this isn't about a two-hour journaling session with tea. This is just literally you could write in the I'm thinking about section of your uplifted journal or if you have um, if you have the uplifted journal or whatever journal you're using, just a blank piece of paper, where is the pressure coming from? And pretty much always it's going to be an external source, which is great to identify because then you can talk to the external source. You can say to your boss, hey, I'm feeling very overwhelmed about having this done on Friday for the following reasons in order to really do my best work and feel that I'm giving my all to this project, I'm wondering if it can be done on Wednesday of the following week instead, right? And you can start taking actions to chip away at the overwhelm to, again, release that pressure release valve. I really just think of it as like a, a valve that's over overstimulated. Um, and if it's time or money, again, this is where it's getting back to some maybe root root uh, causes, root issues that you may need to deal with. Looking at your relationship to time, like we mentioned before. Looking at your relationship to money, which is something that we often don't do. So often overwhelm is tied, intrinsically linked to a scarcity mindset around time and money. So see if that's true for you when you start exploring uh, this a little bit deeper. Okay, then third practical tip is what can I outsource? right? So a lot of times we just don't ask for help when we need it. So outsourcing, meaning asking someone else or getting someone else to do something for you is a fantastic tip to deal with overwhelm. But it requires we put on, again, sort of this logical hat and start diagnosing the problem, so to speak. So what can I outsource? You could journal on that. You could just jot down a couple ideas. Again, once you take the moment to pause and shift out of that feeling of overwhelm and shift in a little bit to the analytical, creative, because uh, the analytical mind can also be very creative if you engage left and right brain at the same time, uh, you can come up with creative solutions on how you can get work, maybe get help, get work, get people to help you get your work done, right? Maybe you can hire an intern. Maybe you can get an au pair. Maybe you can ask another mom to, to swap uh, childcare with you. There's always creative solutions. We just need to get present and be open to searching for them and start getting focused on solutions instead of problems. So what can you outsource? The next one, tip four, is what really has to get done now, right? If you're feeling overwhelmed. Well, what really has to get done now? Because usually I find when I'm feeling overwhelmed, which happens a lot, if I really look at my whole list of things I want to do, and that's another thing you can do, is journal and just write down all the things you have to get done so you can kind of just get it off your, out of your head where it's feeling like overwhelm and onto a page of just like a list of stuff that needs to get done, right? And then you can look at that list 
and you can see what you can outsource. And then you can also, next to each item that you've written, does this need to get done now? For example, I really want to get Alex, my baby, a social security number. Does it need to get done now? Okay, it needs to get done at some point, right? In the next six months, it needs to get done if we're ever gonna get him a passport. I'm pretty sure we need to do the social security number first. So it's not something that I should procrastinate forever, but it doesn't need to get done now, like today, <laughs> or even by the end of the week, right? So when you start identifying things like that, it can be really helpful in, again, releasing that pressure valve you start to see that so many of the things that feel urgent actually aren't urgent. You can actually start delegating and postponing. Now, the next thing, and this is my biggest tip, is to pose a question to yourself. So you can look at the list of all the things you're overwhelmed about, or if you already just know off the top of your head something you're overwhelmed about, you can pose this question. Is it worth it? for whatever it is, fill in the blank. Is it worth it for getting Alex's social security number right like this week as opposed to in the future? Or whatever it is for you, getting this report done on time, um, finishing this project by this date, you know, whatever it is. Is it worth it for X, whatever it is, to be destroying my inner sense of peace and harmony? Is it worth it? Is it worth it for, fill in the blank, whatever it is, to be destroying my inner sense of peace and harmony? So what I'm offering up as an idea here is that in the Yoga Sutras, Patanjali teaches us that we want to be in a state of equanimity internally, right? We don't want to be flustered. So it's really nice to ask yourself, is it worth it for my inner equilibrium to be destroyed? about this thing? And sometimes the answer might be yes, right? If it's a report that your boss needs by Friday and your salary and your health insurance and you know everything, your salary, health insurance, life, you keeping this job, like it all rides on you getting this report in on Friday and it's you know Wednesday and you don't have it done yet, the answer to that question might be yes. It is worth your inner sense of peace and equilibrium to be not, not harmonious for maybe the next 48 hours so you can get that done because it is so important. The stakes are so high. However, how many of the things we're overwhelmed about really fit into that category? Not a lot of them. Not a lot of them. In fact, when I pose, is it worth it for getting Alex's social security number done this Friday? as opposed to in the future, worth destroying my sense of inner peace, harmony, and equilibrium. It's like laughable. It's like, no, of course not. And if you're not like fully getting what I'm saying, you can add on to this question. This is a really useful technique. As you can add on, is it worth it for whatever to be destroying my inner sense of harmony and the harmony of my family, my partner, and my child. Because here's the thing, 
energy is contagious. So if you're overwhelmed, you're sharing that energy. It's like you're getting people to bathe with you in that energy, right? When you're overwhelmed, your kids notice, your partner notices, they pick up on that energy. If you have a young child who's under three, they actually share your electromagnetic field. They don't have their own aura. They share your aura. So you can really start to get serious about like what's worth being overwhelmed and frazzled about and what isn't. So that is a really useful tool because again, if the answer is yes, that's okay. And then it's like, okay, there's a temporary 48 hour period, or, you know, maybe you have a sick family member, you're feeling overwhelmed, you need to take care of them. Like, you know, there are circumstances where sometimes we have to be willing to be uncomfortable, to stretch our limits, to kind of lose our inner sense of harmony and equilibrium because the stakes are very high, right? That's just life, unfortunately. Sometimes that happens. But I would bet you, I don't gamble, but I would gamble money that at least 75% of the things on your overwhelm list that you write in your journal or that you just think through and categorize right now in your mind are not worth it are not worth it at all. Like they are easily things that can be postponed. They're easily things that can be outsourced. They're easily things that you can come up with a creative solution for. And again, if they're things you're excited about and want to do, trust that the universe is gonna help you co-create and bring those things to fruition at the exact right time, right? The universe doesn't want you to feel overwhelmed right? The universe is so generous giving you like downloads of all these great ideas and things you want to manifest. And it's going to help you manifest each one in the exact right order at the right time. And if you don't know where to start, the answer is always, what are you most passionate about right now? What can you not live without doing right now? We all have a lot of great ideas, but only some of them really need to move into this plane of consciousness right this second, right? And how you can figure out which ones those are, you can meditate, you can journal, you can get quiet and listen. You can also just wait. You can play the waiting game. And I do this a lot. If I don't do this, is it like keeping me up at night? Is it killing me not to do it, right? Can I not fall asleep at night because I'm so thinking about how I have to do this, right? So you can just wait. You can stall a little bit. And if you have like three great ideas of projects you really want to move forward, just do none of them and see which one like badgers you because that's the universe telling you like, this is the one. This is the one you've got to focus on right now. This is the one you have to do right now. And then just think to yourself, life is long and you're going to get to all the others at the exact right moment. And that's a belief that you're choosing to believe. And I think it's the most helpful because the alternative is to believe it is stressful, right? The alternative is to believe, oh my gosh, I need to get everything done right now. There's this like this urgency, you know, it's not helpful. So you're always choosing to believe one thing or the other thing. So it's just more helpful to believe that the universe is co-creating with you and you're going to manifest everything at the exact right time, whether you believe it or not. Even if you don't believe it, that's more useful to believe because believing the other thing is going to cause you stress and anxiety. Believing that there's a lack of time, lack of abundance, lack of money, right? So that's how I deal with overwhelm. And I've got to tell you that journaling plays a huge role in this. I mentioned it a couple times throughout this podcast, but whether it's journaling out the list of the stuff you're overwhelmed about, kind of like a brain dump, 
or journaling to ask yourself where is the pressure coming from like we talked about before and getting really deep because you might find that like most of the things you're overwhelmed about all just come back to like a scarcity around money issue and if you can just kind of nip that in the bud then all the other overwhelm issues are going to go away so let me know in our private Facebook group. Private Facebook group is Yoga Hacks, yoga, H-A-C-K-S, community.com. So that is free for everyone to join. You can let me know what you thought of this podcast there or below if you're listening on YouTube in the comment section or if you're listening on iTunes, I would love if you would leave a rating or review of this podcast. That always helps me out a lot and I always love to hear your feedback and requests for new episodes. In addition, consider joining Uplifted. It's an absolutely amazing community if you haven't already, and you're going to find dozens of other member-only podcasts like this that go much, 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 much deeper into these kinds of topics. And I also just share a lot more about my personal life in general since it's a closed community, so I feel more comfortable doing that and talking a little bit uh, more from my own direct experience. So I would love to see you in there. You can get all the details about that at upliftedyoga.com. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the very end. Let me know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And I'm sending you so much love. Don't be overwhelmed. Take a deep breath. Get to your mat. Meditate. We didn't talk about the most obvious way to overcome overwhelm, which is like go to a yoga class or do a YouTube video. Take a deep breath, right? Those are also really great tools. Usually the way you feel after just getting 30 or 40 minutes of yoga in is it's, it's life-changing why we love the practice so much okay so much love from my heart to yours namaste this episode was brought to you by uplifted try brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga at brettlarkin.com uplifted yoga obsessed join brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com train and don't forget to give back like this podcast leave a rating or review share this with someone you love remember Now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. From my heart to yours, namaste.